Hey friend, I'm so glad you're here. I pray that you come as you are and walk away feeling changed. And not because of me, but because of Jesus. In Christ, we are a new creation. We're no longer bound by our past or to do things the way we've always done them, or even the way the world tells us we should. In Him, we are remade and we have new life. So pull up a seat and open your heart as we grow in our walk together and focus on the type of health that's everlasting. Welcome to the Radiantly Healthy Podcast, where our focus is keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus and standing strong on God's promises as we navigate through the struggles of everyday life together. I'm your host, Jenny Chatama, Christ-focused health and wellness coach, and my goal is to inspire you, encourage you, and maybe even challenge you to make choices towards a more fulfilling life. And today, we, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. Uh, I created a post on social media a few days ago, and uh, I was talking about trauma. And it said, you know, trauma left untreated doesn't just go away. And I feel prompted by the Holy Spirit to talk, to kind of speak into this a little bit because this is a large part of my journey. This is also something that I see within the clients that I get to work with and just in talking to people on social media. And, you know, trauma, there's a a saying that I am not a fan of. And that saying goes like this, time heals all wounds. Not a fan of that at all. Completely false. (laughs) Time, the absence of time from something difficult or painful that we've walked through, something traumatic, um, time in between doesn't heal us. Jesus heals us. However, it's up to us to bring these things to him. And a lot of times, there are things that maybe we wouldn't think about or even recognize or connect as being traumatic or blocks in our walk with God. Something that I hear frequently, and maybe this this will resonate with you as well, is, you know, you might know something to be true. So intellectually, you know that it's true. However, in your heart, you have a hard time receiving that. And what I mean by that, a small example would be, you know, Jesus loves me. Yes, we read that in scripture, right? However, if we are having a hard time receiving that as true as the truth over our life as Christians, there's a few things that can really become barriers in our walk with the Lord. And I know from personal experience that there's been several things along my journey that have impacted my relationship with God and also impacted my personal relationships as well. And as I've talked about when I shared my story in episode one, um, you know, I really kind of felt like I 
the loss of my father created this kind of hole in my heart. And for half my life, practically, I was caught up in an addiction to alcohol and cocaine. And with that being said, there were things prior to my dad's passing that I experienced. And so, you know, even as a little girl, I experienced uh, some, some sexual trauma. Um, in the formative years of my life, my dad was dealing with his own addiction. And so, you know, God bless my father. He was doing, I think, the best he could at the time with what he had. You know, he was an alcoholic and also an addict. And thankfully, um, he found sobriety and Jesus. And, you know, I, I got to really grow up for a, the remainder of my life with a very loving, caring father. However, in those formative years, um, you know, the years when we when giving and and receiving love is so important, um, there really just wasn't a lot of that. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time here, but what I'm getting at is there are different things throughout our journey that can kind of create a wedge or a barrier in our walk with the Lord. And so when we can know something to be true, especially for those of us, if you've been reading scripture for any amount of time, maybe you can quote some of these verses off the back of your hand, except you're not really knowing that to be true for your life. And so if you want to take notes today, I would definitely encourage you in that because ultimately these are things that we want to talk to God about that we want to take to Jesus. Because he is a loving, caring father. And scripture says, you know, our shepherd loves each of us enough to leave the entire fold to bring even one lost sheep home. Looking quickly at Luke 15, um, verse 4, Jesus shares the parable of the lost sheep. And he's kind of talking with the outcasts in society at the time. And, and he says, this is Luke 15, 4. He says, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. You know, he loves us so much that he goes to any length to find that one lost sheep. He desires for us to be made whole in every way. And I know for me personally, I was that lost sheep for so much of my life. 
And ultimately, it wasn't until I started to sit down and meet with God in prayer and quiet time. And I had these daily appointments that I would just sit in his presence. And he took my heart that was so closed off and so beat up and so wounded And his light just it just got its way into the, the darkest spaces and it began to change my life. And that's the miraculous love of our Father. And it was during this time that I was I was really getting honest about what it was that I had been doing in my life. And really asking for forgiveness and and really seeking and desiring his will for my life. And as I mentioned, you know, in order for us to experience this mind-heart connection, there's a large chance that we are in need of some inner healing, you know, which is really the ministry of the heart, uh, the heart of Jesus, you know, it touches us in our deepest suffering, you know, that of the, the heart, the mind, and kind of the inner core of our being. And so there's a few things I want to share with you today because maybe that's you. Maybe you're having a hard time believing that Jesus loves you or that you're worthy of his love. Or that he's always with you and you're never alone. Because those are all promises of God. Except if we're walking in doubt and and fear, chances are we are just in need of, of some deep inner healing. And a couple of things with this is that most people have a tendency to want to hide their wounds and not really understanding that, you know, our wounds are the source of healing when we take them to Jesus. Because really, ultimately, healing can't occur until the wounds are brought into his light. And our pain essentially shows where the injury is. And it directs us to the memory that needs healing. And kind of along those same lines with healing memories you know are, are are the memories that we have can either strengthen or weaken us and if we're carrying trauma in our memories it affects our whole life it doesn't just go away as i mentioned that post that i shared on social media trauma left untreated doesn't go away Instead, it impacts who we are, the choices we make, and our identity. 
when memories are stored in the body, the emotions in our body are, are also stored there too. And we internalize every emotion and that emotion has energy attached to it. And this is where our memories and our emotions can really begin controlling our life. Like I said, for me, because I wasn't dealing with the death of my father, you know, and we're talking like, you know, this, this went on for, <clears throat> from the time he passed, which I was 18 years old, almost 19, until I finally got sober, which was when I was 34, I was really kind of operating out of a place of brokenness. Now, with that being said, you know, I, my husband and I started going back to church when I was in my mid-20s. And so God was definitely starting to become more present in my life. <clears throat> but I didn't fully sit down and start really taking a look at what was going on internally until 2014. So just to give you an idea, my father passed away in 1999. I didn't really start looking at everything honestly until 2014. And that is when I developed this daily walk, this personal relationship with Christ that literally blew the door of my heart wide open. And as I mentioned, it was coming and meeting with him every single day, pouring my heart out because I, I desperately wanted to change. And I felt like I had been trying everything in my own strength, which in all honesty, I think I was trying everything in my strength, except I had to hit a low point in order to say, you know what? I can't do this in my strength but only in yours. And once I did, that's when his love just really infiltrated every area of my life. And it felt like I was in this whirlwind relationship with Jesus and it hasn't stopped. And it's been a journey, you know, it's like the things that happen to us along the way are, it's, you know, it's kind of like an onion. We're, we're peeling back the layers, you know, and I see this happen with the women that I get to work with and they come into the program feeling kind of broken, you know, and their hearts are really just kind of heavy and they're weighed down. And in a matter of a few short months with just really having the foundation be Christ and incorporating some healthier habits in their life, their life changes dramatically. And it's not because of me. It's because of Jesus. And it's because they begin taking these heavy things and they start trusting him more. And they start giving more things to him because they see that he is good. 
And that's what God desires for every single one of us. to walk in wholeness. And so there's a few things along the way that, as I mentioned, can really be kind of barriers for us. And I want to give these to you because, as I mentioned, um, if you're having a hard time with this mind-heart connection, I would encourage you to take these things before God. And ask him. He'll tell you. He will show you. There's no doubt about it. Maybe he'll bring a a memory to mind. Or an experience. So one of the first things, if you want to take some notes, like I said, um, you can definitely do that. So one of the first things that can really become like a barrier to our walk with God. And really, in a relationship with other people as well, and with ourselves, uh, is unforgiveness. And this is one of the leading obstacles to healing. You know, whether that is we're needing to forgive somebody else for something that they did to us, or we need to forgive ourselves for something that we've done. Another one are, um, is, is disappointments, failures, lost dreams, you know, things that we, we thought were going to happen that didn't. The next one is having a distorted belief system. So if there's lies that we've picked up along our journey, And they've become kind of the truth in our life, even though it's not the truth of what God says for us. Having low self-esteem or or a poor self-image, this is one that I see quite a bit with my clients. And the last one I, I want to touch on today is guilt and shame. Because that's another common one. And I can definitely say that, um, you know, just even in looking at that list, so unforgiveness, disappointments, distorted belief system, low self-esteem or poor self-image, and guilt and shame. I can say personally that every single one of those was a part of my life and was hindering my walk with the Lord. Because I really struggled with forgiveness for quite a while. I had been in broken relationships. Um, I had a hard time forgiving myself even for certain things. Um, along, along my journey, you know, uh, those disappointments, failures, lost dreams, um, you know, something that I I had felt like was that I was just a disappointment to God, uh, believing the lies Satan had definitely implanted a couple big lies in my life, um, that 
really kind of encouraged a lot of poor decision making on my part and uh, guilt and shame. I, I mean, I was just covered in it. And real quick, because there's a difference between these two, and I want to kind of clear this up because guilt is a God-given emotion we have when we have sinned. You know, guilt says, I made a mistake. And it's important for us to come before the Lord and ask for his forgiveness. Because once we do, we are forgiven immediately. God doesn't give it a second thought. But shame, on the other hand, is one of our biggest enemies because it can make us feel like we should have never been born. Shame says, I am a mistake. And that really is something that only can be healed by God. So, um, and looking at that list, right? So you could come before the Lord. And like I said, if you're having a hard time making this, this mind-heart connection, write this list down. I would encourage you to meet with him in prayer. And really seek his guidance. Express your heart to him. He's there. He's listening. He's waiting to bathe you in his love. For you to not walk in brokenness anymore. And it's only through his healing love that we can break free from, from some of the bondage that these can create in our life. It's through his love and his healing presence that some of the painful things that we've experienced in our life can be transformed. And we can be set free. But it truly begins when we take the time to meet with him. To begin to open our heart to him. And receive the love that he is waiting to offer. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the love that you have for us. Your love that is all-powerful and all-consuming. It's all around us and it's always available to us. I pray, Father, that if we're feeling weighed down, if we're feeling separated from you, if we're having a hard time accepting your truth as the truth over our life, I pray, Father, that we would be brave enough and bold enough to come to you 
to sit with you, the ultimate healer, to give you our heart, our brokenness, our woundedness, so that we could be made whole in you. I thank you for the way that you love us. We thank you for this gift of life. It's in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya. Thank you for supporting the Radiantly Healthy podcast. If today's episode has impacted you, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review, and share with someone that needs a little extra encouragement and a whole lot of Jesus. Also, I have more free resources available for you that are going to encourage you on your journey towards greater health, healing, and wholeness, including a weekly devotional and blog. You can find all of this over at JennyChatama.com.